This is the MLW Radio Network. Time to start your day the right way with front row material. Starring ECW legends Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whitbrick. Now, let's welcome your host, Mike Freeman. I am not Mike Freeland. I am the writ. Mr. Freeland will be here momentarily. But man, we have got a great show once again. And, well, we got a, we got a couple things we want to start off with. First off, I want to throw out a huge, huge thank you for our contest winner I threw out on Twitter, Taylor Marie, for uh, being the first person to comment on every one of our YouTube videos. Yes, please head on over to YouTube, search Front Row Material, check us out, follow us, get up to know when we are launching our live shows there and once like i told you guys before once we hit 100 viewers man i'd be going to be giving away a random to a random fan my autographed sabu autobiography man i sit there and i can't wait we're at 53 we're over halfway there. I know we can do it, guys. Man. But I want to talk about Front Row Material as a brand. You know what I mean? Front Row Material, it started with Jerry, Mikey, and Freeland as FRM Pod. But man, now, now we're getting bigger. We're expanding. We've got on Monday nights, Six Degrees of Written Renegade, where we go down that rabbit hole that Mikey goes down and talks about. We don't know where we're going, and we don't know when we're going to get there. Tuesday nights, 9 o'clock, like always, we got FRM Pod. 10 o'clock, we switch on over to the panel, where we like to call it, FRM Pod After Dark. Thursdays, 8 o'clock, we have the Call to Beardo. That is with me, Renegade, and our good friend from the north, The Butt. And Fridays at 8 o'clock, we have Future Stars Now, where we sit down and we talk and we just with the top indie talent. Across the United States, across the world, we we get into promotions. You know, good friends at AAW, PPW, you know, Mission Pro. We really get you guys on the inside to learn about these smaller indie promotions that put on five star shows. So, guys, man. This is great. 
So, guys, we're going to sit there and take a quick commercial break. And, well, when we come back, hopefully Freeland's here. And we're going to have our panel. So, guys, tune in. And we'll be right back. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. me kids oh man you had me you had me a little worried but hey hey we're okay man we're okay we are Freeland, how are you how are you're you looking like a you're looking like a damn million bucks i feel i i tell you what i feel like literally a 50 cent piece right now because i am dragon ass and if you've seen my ass it's a lot of dragon my friend 
But I do uh, appreciate the compliment. Thank you. Hey, 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 hey. I got to sit there and give give it where it's due, man. Uh, you know, you're sitting there and you look warm. I, I got to say you look a little warm. I'm feeling better. I uh, I got the long sleeve still on right now. We had some furnace issues. Uh, not good. Not good in the wintertime. Um, did, did I tell you that during Thanksgiving, when the heat first went out, it was 51 degrees inside the house? Wait, so th- whoa, whoa, wait a minute here. Let's back up a minute. You've been without heat since Thanksgiving? No, it went out the first time at Thanksgiving. And, 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 and what he do, just put some duct tape on it and say it was going to be okay? No, he he had there was a part that there was needed to get to replace it, and we thought that was going to be it, and then it wasn't. So it was about 51, 48 maybe in here in the house uh, for a while, and we just hoodies and socks, extra pairs of socks and whatnot, and it was crazy. Like Thanksgiving, we were hosting, and – we literally, I mean, this is about this is how it gets. We actually had to turn the oven on and actually open the uh, open it a little bit so the heat could kind of get I, through. I get it now. You're a genius. I've no, no. I I know what you're doing now. It all came to the gear. The, the gears were turning. It all came together now. You're gonna break the heater. Hey, Megs. We're gonna need to keep our keep us warm. It's baby making time. Oh, 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 oh! I I got you. I I completely understand. I may I'll make sure. Uh, I I sit there. I was messaging Megs the other day. She goes, "Can't talk. I'm busy." I'm like, she always sits there and says, "At least, hey, Rit, how's everything going?" But Man, it must it must have been uh, in between Gatorades, you know, if you get what I mean. Oh, you got to get those electrolytes up, my friend, to get oh. other things up. You know what I mean, Mike? I'm not a spring chicken anymore, so. But man, I, I get it, Freeland. It's understandable. I, I, hundred percent. I'm backing you. I appreciate that. Hey, I appreciate that. So, but Freeland. Other than that, how how you doing? I've I've got to sit there and say we got big thing, guys. We had a production meeting, a summit, if you will, a, a brand last night. Big things are coming. Big things are coming. Uh, we're gonna get our own merch store. It's gonna be up and running uh, by no later than January first. All this stuff is coming within the new year. Uh, we're going to try to get some exclusive YouTube shows. Ooh. Ooh. So you're yeah. going to have to follow the YouTube channel. You have to follow the YouTube channels because guess what? Apple iTunes, Twitch. Spotify. <laughs> all of them are not going to be able to handle or hold what we're putting on the YouTube channel. we got a lot of stuff coming. we got a lot of stuff coming. We're, we're really interested uh, interested in, in the feedback people are going to provide us with. But I, w- I will give you a lot of the credit. You've been, you've been the driving force behind this. And Liam's been a driving force behind this. And everybody's been working really, really hard with all this. So I, I want to give credit where credit is due. 
Yes. Uh, I wouldn't be able to... Like, I started the YouTube page, but it didn't really come to life until Liam took the took the reins over. Oh, yeah. Savage, yeah. Dig it. You know? But, but it's taking us baby steps. Right. But I got to say, this podcast is getting bigger. It, it, it's not even just a podcast anymore. It's a brand. It is. It's a brand. You know? Front row material. You, you know, you, you sit there and you weren't here yet when I was, you know, plugging everything. You know, Monday nights, eight o'clock, we got six degrees of written renegade. You know, I have had to sit there and put my foot down. Is hey. renegade not behaving himself? Oh, no, no. Good friend. A lot better now. I met him over on uh, MWO podcast. Base okay. tip. He has monumental he has done things for us as a brand gave us new logos oh wow let's uh let's run through them real quick of course we we have our in the upper right hand corner the greatest front row material logo of all time written renegade what what well, right now it's you and me. Ah, uh, written Freeland. Oh my goodness! You trying to replace me? Are you trying to put me out the pasture? No, 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 no. I are you so calling ex- me Flair? No, no, no. I'm so excited about this logo. That is really wickedly cool. It gets better. Wow, that is cool. Look, look, let's remove us for a minute. Now I'm yeah that that's cool I like it. Then, Call to Beardo has a new uh, shinier logo. Hmm. Good, my friend. I like that. Looking good. We're not done yet. I don't know if you've seen it, but future stars now. Brand new. Well, 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 my friends. You, you, you're just, you're just, wow. Man. It's very futuristic, if you will. Yes. And back to the original. Here we are. But man, that's our man. That's our man base, Kip. Hey, hit him up on Twitter. How can people hit him up on Twitter? I got to look him up now. Because I, I, I do not want to get it wrong. This man. At Base Kip Tweets. At Base Kip Tweets. B-A-S-E-D-K-I-P Tweets. T-W-E-E-T-S. Hit him up. For all your logos. All your logo needs, hit him up. You know, you, you need a t-shirt design. Hit this man up. Hit him up. He will sit there and get the job done for you. I like it. I like so, it. I like it. I like it. But Freeland. Yes. Here we are, my man. It's Tuesday night, man. It's time to get into a little front row material. So 
if some of you guys are wondering, hey, you know, is there a guest on front row material? So as the year is ending, uh, a lot of wrestlers aren't taking as many bookings as they used to. Uh, a lot of people are taking the last few weeks of the year off. So it's one of those deals where we respect that. Um, we had some people that were originally going to be lined up to coming on, but some things had changed. You know what? You got to roll with the punches, and that's just kind of the way it is right now. But we're cool. We're good. We're still here each and every Tuesday night. Once again, there's a huge lineup that is going to be happening, and there's some more things that we're going to be bringing towards you, and all you have to do is show up and listen. But I do want to say thank you to everybody who continues to download our show. We had one of our biggest months ever, uh, which was last month, and you guys are coming out in droves and supporting the book club, and I really, really appreciate that because as much as you enjoy it, I love reading it, and I love giving you stuff, and thank you so much for being so patient during all of this as well. Man, Freeland, I told you. I, I've got to sit there and say, I told you. You did not believe me until we went back to the Rolodex and I showed you the numbers. I didn't I didn't know what it was going to be like, but I, I am very grateful that people are enjoying it because... And I don't have time to sit down and read a book. But I enjoy having you, my friends, read the book to me chapter by chapter. Chapter, chapter. And man... The, the little tidbits of information you give. I cannot wait. Should we give him a tease about the next book? Uh, I think it'll be really, really good. Yes, so go ahead and make a big announcement. Next book, we are going to take a trip down memory lane to Freeland's hometown. We're going to be doing John Moxley's book. Cincinnati, baby, Cincinnati. I'm going to be able to give you all the inside scoop of all the places John went to, all the places I've gone to. Maybe we can share some stories, and I'll definitely reach out and see. Hopefully, we can get John on. Obviously, us being Cincinnatians, uh, maybe we can make that happen. I can't wait. And, man, don't forget, at the end of the month, we're going to be having a huge show talking an end-of-the-year award show. Melter's got yep. his, PWI has theirs. We're going to go ahead and we're going to give out awards, uh, and it'll be a lot of fun, and you'll be able to join in as well. Let us know if you agree with him. Maybe you don't agree with him. Maybe there's uh, somebody that we have not seen or that we've not properly given recognition to, but that's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. It's going to be – we don't have a name for it yet, but it's going to be the uh, the end-of-the-year Academy Awards for wrestling, and I think the Ritster and I are very much looking forward to it. I was kind of leaning towards the, the Sniffers Row Award. Maybe we will. Maybe Dro we'll. Brought to you by Drop Pie Productions. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I love the way you weave all of the front row material inside jokes into everything. I like that. Hey, hey. If you if you get trouble, uh, don't say hey, hey. Don't say hey, hey. If you get, if you get trouble and you can't get to the show, yeah, you might need a camel toe. If you. If you can't get to the show, you might need a camel toe. Exactly. You may have a camel toe. Hey, you might. You might. Hey, and if you want to watch us, why don't you just go hit up the, your, your your local restaurant with some ECW, some extra crispy wings. Yes, absolutely. Oh, man. So let's go ahead and let's get this bad boy on the road. Right now we've got uh, we got the man holding the phone lines down. we got the man who's dealing with everything. He helps out. He makes sure he screens calls. He gives us his insight. 
Uh, Anton's joining us this week. The Butster's on vacay right now. So, uh, Butster, we will miss you. Hey, uh, hey. Shout out to Butt. This man is doing more than, you know, he's, he's got a big heart and a big home. That's all I'm going to say. Indeed but he does. we love you and we miss you. You do you, baby. You do you. Well, and, and here's the other funny thing. Where Where's Boxman? Where's he at? Where's Mr. Eiffel Boxes? Where is he at? Huh? He's got the link. Uh, he, he sent me a text. Uh, it's pretty cold outside. I live in Canada. Yeah, I know because it's winter all the time in Canada. Uh-huh. So if you have any frozen balls, go ahead and hop on the feed and let's get it done. All right? But, hey, I know. Let's bring him in. The man who has the hotline. The hotline, man. Scheme, Gene. Good guy. There he is. Let's get that hotline phone number up right now. Uh, Ritster, go ahead and throw it up on there. And uh, we're going to let people know if you want to call into the show, all you got to do is call in. All you got to do is call in. You can talk about wrestling. You can ask us any questions you want whatsoever. Literally anything. We will answer your questions. The number is 937-504-2071. There it is. There, <laughs> He's got it on the phone as the FRM hotline. Call it. Literally call it. We will answer your question, 937-504-2071. We appreciate that. What do you got? Toothpicks. Toothpicks. To deal with the lozenges just to give me something to fucking do, I pulled the fucking Scott Hall. They're square. They fit my pocket. It fixes that habit in my brain. So I haven't had a cigarette in eight days. Like tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. Like... And like, that is I'm fantastic. forcing myself to be in the car with smokers occasionally, go around them at work, and I'll just go sit away from fucking people, eat cashews, eat beef jerky, what the fuck ever. But, yeah. Look hey, at hey. you. Hey, if anybody sits there and asks you, just give them a freaking Chris Hero roaring elbow. That's right. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Man, so what's going on with you, Anton? What's new in your world? What's been going on since the last time we talked? Uh. W- too much shit if we're being real honest like way way too much shit but i mean that in a good way lots of progress has been made both personal life wise and all the other things i'm doing trying to make some changes at work i do believe just lots of good things like i'm just i'm over certain shit so i'm trying to be like okay what can i do to make my fucking life better also it looks like we are getting our first call here we go first call of the night two to one odds as ecw fan (laughs) Hello. It's like a prison call. You are on the air. Anton, it's Boog. What up? What's good, Boog? Oh, man. I just lost 100 bucks. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, looking forward to the show tonight. Looking forward to the show tonight. Can't wait to see what you guys got cooking. Hey, Freeland, sorry about your heat. You must have been freezing your tail off. Oh, that on oh. <laughs> All right, you guys have a good show. I'll be watching. All right, sounds good, man. man. It's past your bedtime. Get to bed, you little filthy Rick animal. Says get to bed. It's past your bedtime. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Once baby, again, give us a call. Baby face bugs. 937-504-2071. We cannot wait. Uh, we know ECW fan is going to be calling. He says he's going to call when the Islanders game is over. Can't wait for that. Sp- I, can't, I can't wait for the Islanders to lose. 
You're terrible. Where's Liam Savage? And Liam Savage just posted this in the chat. One eight hundred eat dick. <laughs> I don't Good think gosh. I can get that Matt, number. Don't think no, we don't think we can get that. Maybe, maybe that's what he's doing. I have no idea. And he says he likes dogs. it. He likes to eat the Where's Moon Dog? Oh, I, I do want to say this to you guys. You guys are going to be in for a treat, all the listeners. This coming Friday night, you're going to have an awesome episode of Future Stars Now. Great, great interview with God. Yeah, I just can't believe what I just read. Uh, great interview with our own Moondog Murray, the pro wrestler that was brought into the front room material brand by Mikey Whipwreck. He is a resident pro wrestler. Um, he's going to sit down and do an in-depth uh, shoot interview uh, on his career, where he's been, and I think you're going to love all of it. If you love Moondog and you love his personality and his humor, he's going to sit down and tell some amazing stories about how he got to where he is. So once again, that's going to be Future Stars Now airing this Friday night on this very Twitch channel. At 8 p.m. So, Eastern. 8 p.m., you guys, yes. You guys want to know something funny about this uh, hotline thing from mine? Yes. What? While y'all don't get... Why y'all don't get my phone number? When y'all call that phone number, it just goes to my cell phone. So I I have ECW fans' phone number, and I can save it so I know it's him. That's why last week I got confused because we had two Connecticut phone numbers, one of which is ECW fan, one of which was the other one. That's how I knew that one was that one, but I was like, who the fuck's in Nevada? Because <laughs> Boog's not in Nevada. So I was like, who the fuck's that? That's why I answered anyways, but now I have Boog's phone number. Like that's that's the cool thing about this is when y'all call me like if I didn't have it now I have it you got it now <laughs> that's right uh, let's go ahead and let's bring him in uh, he's known to you as Liam Savage but he's known to the rest of the uh, family here in front of material as all different things but right now <laughs> he's Clit Eastwood come on in Clit there it is yeah what's the going creator? on there buddy I don't know I don't know just freezing my fucking ass off is the garage door up. No, it's closed. It's closed. What is the temp in there right now, roughly? Do you? Oh, probably. Well, in Celsius is probably like minus five. I think uh, you guys is probably twenty-five or twenty or something. I don't know. Oh, geez, that's terrible. Yeah, that is miserable. Holy shit, man! You know what you could do? You could go to uh... go inside. Yeah, you could get. Do you have a a beanie, a front row material beanie? No. Ritz got a front row material beanie, don't you, Ritt? Yes, I do. It's downstairs. Oh, but here, here, look, I got a space heater. See that? Oh, nice. I can barely feel it. That's one of those classic ones. Yeah, it's classic, all right. It's going to fucking drive my electricity bill up, but, you know, whatever. Don't sit your ass on it. Yeah, don't don't put your prostate right there next on it. Don't put my prostate on it. (laughs) So shove the thing right up my fucking ass, deep inside my colon, and then oh right, okay, right there, three hey, fingers, hey, sure, why not? Hey, hey Liam, you, you should know by. <laughs> hey, you you should know by now. He doesn't know geography, or he right. doesn't know the anatomy. Well, Ooh, like stop like it with I've the said, geography like, shit. Fuck off, Rit. I, like I I've know said geography. before, Rit. Like I've said before, Rit. Just calm down. He's an educator. He'll figure it out. Wow, I don't teach. First of all, let's talk about this for a second, you big dick pricks. I never <laughs> said pricks? I didn't know geography. Yeah, here's the deal. I, I got most of the Great Lakes. I never said I am an expert on the Great Lakes. 
Well, what are you an expert on? Uh, the English language and grammar. You sure about that? And, yes, I am. Vocabulary, how to write, MLA, APA. Or grandma. Grandma, as uh, Mikey Stars calls it. When we thought we were, talk- we were talking about his grandma. We should have Mikey Starks call in. What's what's well, I have this feud Mm-mm. with Mikey Starks? If we do, Mikey no. Starks needs to call in. Let's get Mikey Starks. If you can hear Freeland. my voice right now, Freeland, I'm telling you right now, you have to be, and, th- and this is a hotline must. You got to be at least this tall to call in. Well, he's still got a ways to go, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Well, he's a little person. It's okay. You wouldn't Ooh. call him a midget, though. What is the qualifying factor to be a midget? Is four eleven or shorter? No, like four five probably. No, right. I is it like is... four? Hold on. Four eleven? That can't be right. Yeah. No, you're wrong. I thought it was legally a midget. Four ten. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. You're all fucking wrong. No, nope. it can't be. No, it's not like four five. Four ten or less. Four ten or less. Four ten or less. There's no way. So right no before way. five foot. Yeah, that's the way it is. This is girl I dated. She must have been like four eight, and she wasn't a yeah, midget. She, she was also nine. <laughs> she was nine. I'm a pedophile, right? I didn't say that. All right, go hey ahead. Guys, me. It's um, me. Hi, ECW fan. First, um, also, Rit, the Islanders won, so that losing streak is over, and you're clearly still salty about last year's playoffs. I'm guessing. Um, my question is, I sent you guys, a te- uh, uh, you and Freeland a text a couple weeks ago about, uh, that, that song, Sex, Death, and Money by Alice Cooper. I just want to know if you guys listened to it and what are your thoughts if it could have been Raven's theme in UCW. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh my, okay, that bye. is a classic way to end the call. Okay, bye. Uh, do me a favor, Anton, can you pull that song up so we can hear a little bit about it? Because Freeland that? didn't listen. Of course he didn't. Yeah, hold on. I listened. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you drinking, by the way, tonight? What are you drinking? Uh, the monkey jizz or whatever the fuck you called it. Killer cupcake panda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Killer monkey prostate panda. fluid. Yeah. Monkey prostate drink. Yeah. Yeah. Monkey piss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You always yeah, have something new, don't you? No, this had the same one last week. Fuck you, YouTube. Blow you piece of shit. Whoa. Calm down. <laughs> That's enough of you. Jeez. Here's a what by Alice Cooper. Here we go. Let's hear it up. Freeland doesn't listen. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I listen to everything. It's what, Alice Cooper? Sex and what? Sex what and Art Castle? No. The fucking <laughs> Shut up. What was the song? Or we're going to have to have yeah. you call back. Hanging around my downtown by myself. And I just know. Sex, death, and money. Okay, thank you. Thank oh, you. sorry. I smell no, sex in kind of it's gonna be in my who's head all that, day. Who's that on the phone? And who's that sticking their thing in my ear? Bow, bow, bow. Why is Freeland so? Never mind. Here we go. Crank that bullshit up. I like that song. Should I should I hit the add button? Add the add thing. Yeah. Yes. That sounds very creepy. So do you. 
I don't see it. Yeah. All right, so if let, you let's... could just go ahead and turn that music off, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Liam's like, my editing's gonna be the shits. What are you talking about editing? We're not allowed to put this these ones up on YouTube. That's true. This is a good point. So, <laughs> good point. So, uh, do we feel like that would be a good entrance music or no. what? Mm -mm. In my opinion, no. Is it too slow? No. It's boring. No, the, the the lyrics themselves, I don't feel are Raven esque. I can't hear Anton. Why, why is Anton like muted? Because Anton muted himself. Be a professional. No, Turn your Turn your microphone on. God damn it. I it is fucking on. It is fucking oh. on. Okay, okay. Oh, I he's getting pissed. You hear him? <laughs> he's, he's getting, getting fucking pissed. We don't have ready to lose it. We don't have the the the, the butt scale of, yeah. of of heat right Someone's now. Someone's gotta sucks. get angry. Someone's gotta I can get do angry it. here, yes. god damn it. I can do it. <laughs> So let's get back on the dwarf thing real quick. So oh I'm here on, on Connecticut Children's Hospital. <laughs> what? Children's Hospital? Connecticut what? Children's Hospital. And what the I, fuck I, are you doing? I don't know. I don't know if this is a hospital that specifically works with little people or not. So in general, dwarfism is caused by a skeletal dysplasia results in disproportionate short stature. Now, there's two types of disproportionate short trunk and limb features. People with a short trunk dwarfism, their trunk is shorter. They have a shortened trunk with more average size limbs. So they're so, kind of normal. So Freeland. But they're not 100% normal. <laughs> you're a dwarf then. Your trunk you is really short with average limbs. Like inside my foreskin. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. There is it's another disgusting. type where it calls people with short limbed dwarfisms. They have more average size trunk but shortened arms and legs so i guess they got the little vienna sausage fingers and the real chunky arms so and once again you, you, are you setting yourself up for this or what <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying if we're gonna talk oh, about shit. dwarfs we need to get this shit 100 mikey stark well, yeah we know well, yeah. what happened to what's his name that used to be on um um rage the fucking lunatic yeah somebody yeah, find rage the fucking lunatic right now i want you to go on twitter whoever's in the chat Find where Ray the fucking lunatic is. Find him. You haven't heard of this guy. All dwarfs have that forehead that sticks out a little. Do they have... Five head. Oh, oh my Again. God. You are a cruel human being. A five? Stop it. Yeah. My comment from last week. You are not a dwarf unless you're in direct possession of a battle axe. It's true. So it's 410 or less. You're a dwarf. 410. But you got to be so. packing a battle axe. It's weird though because that that girl I dated though she she was like she was tiny like when I when she came out to me I was like I was expecting her to be normal size and she was fucking tiny but she was built like a woman so I can't really say I can't really say she's a midget you know like or a dwarf because she wasn't shaped like that she was shaped like a woman here's the <laughs> like an adult woman that's right that's right Boog. Oh my god! Oh my god! I didn't oh. have to do anything; just unzip, and there I am. Oh my god. She didn't even have to squat. Guess, she was just. Did she take what? you to her troll home? 
<laughs> yes, we made love in her sweet troll home. <laughs> right in the Shire. <laughs> and Sam Wise was there watching outside. Wait, wait, wait. That, that's a hobbit. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, my God. Her dad, was, her dad was Frodo. So, oh my God. Well, calm down. You want to see somebody who feels very awkward right now? It is that guy. Oh. We're just having some fun. Head over here, motherfucker. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Um. Holy shit. Calm down. Oh my God. Well, all right. All right, we're done. I was gonna go. We're little, done all right. Gonna go not, you know we're fucking not, dude. Yeah. Uh, did the Keebler elves watch <laughs> while they're making cookies? Did you? They joined in. <laughs> Come on. Cookies. So they fucking so joined in. Some el fudges. Let us watch. Let us watch. And I was like, all right, guys, come on in. We represent the lollipop guild. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. We represent the Lollipop Guild and we want you. <laughs> oh god, David. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Here we go. Dwarf versus midget. The difference is in comparison. Oh <laughs> Here we go. Uh, dwarf is an extremely short person who is less than 58 inches tall. Can somebody please do a uh, translation here? Nope. Well, five feet is 60 inches. So, yeah. No. Y- yeah, it is. 12 fives are 60. Oh, no, no. I was doing that. I don't know the Great Lakes, but yet you try to correct no, me. No, no, no. times five, and I'm somehow no, the I- dumbass. He's an educator. Oh, my God. Uh, midget refers to a person who is very short but normally proportionate. So, was your chick proportionate? Oh, yes, she was. Okay, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Uh, the term midget is used rarely and is considered now offensive. So, when did that become offensive? Can anybody remember when that became offensive? The 112th time when uh, when Mikey Whipwreck was saying it. <laughs> I mean, I just didn't realize. So now, in the 20th century, uh, it's been given away or given. Uh, way too short person or little person. That's worse than just midget. Yes. You are a little person. That seems a lot more... You're microscopic, uh, you little yeah, fuck. Yeah, you, you don't even... I mean, you could have left the little fuck part out of it, but... Um, no, they're little, okay. so... Uh, dwarf... So what, what is, is there something for, like, amputees, too? Is that, like, they, they used to have, like, a bad word for that? Because I made out with one once. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. We we need to okay. Hold on. Story time with Liam. You literally you, you're telling me <laughs> he's looking around <laughs> to make sure the authorities aren't near. So wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, you so can't make out with an amputee. I forgot that's against the law. So you made out with an amputee legs or arms? Uh she's I think she's missing both her legs. Oh, and one of the arms was a little wonky, but she was hot. So, hold on, timeout. We got we got to go full screen on this one first. She was missing, and once again, I have no issue if you're missing body parts. She's a little she scooter. Was, she was missing her legs in one arm. <laughs> no, no, no. She had she had both arms, but one arm was kind of like 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 one of those little deals. You know, so no, I don't know what that means. Well, you do grab, now. So. Grab my- Grab my strong hand. Yeah. What do you mean yeah. by that? 
Oh, it was kind of it was her her hand was there, but like not, you know, it's kind of like you know deformed. Um, yeah, but but she was uh, but she was but busty she was and hot. very attractive. What? But she was very hot. Oh yeah. No legs, one no. arm, and the ones doing this. Yet she Kinda, was. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Did you meet her? Where did you meet her at? Uh, at a bar. Jerry Lewis telethon. Um, yeah, they had a Jerry Lewis telethon at the bar I was at. Yeah, was she in one of the Shriners commercials? No, no, she was. Yeah, she had the hat and everything. <laughs> so you met her at a bar. You met her mm-hmm. at a bar. Yep. Um, how did she get around? I mean, did, was that, with you a scooter, said she had like a motorized scooter. Yeah. So uh, were you on were backpack? You... <laughs> <laughs> some some even... really some really big guy had her strapped in on his back and carried her around. This is absolutely. Horrible. Okay, so what point did you? What time did you decide to make out with her? Were you drunk when you decided to make out with it, or what did you decide to do with it or with her? You know what I mean. Her. You said it. They're they're people too. Okay, Freeland. Let's not shame. When did you decide to make out with her? Were you inebriated? Yeah. (laughs) But you still knew what you were doing. I didn't know it was against the law. So yeah. It did not at any point in time seem odd. Oh, yeah, it seemed odd. Like, I could walk and she couldn't. Yeah, it was weird, but, you know. Um, <laughs> it's true. I'm not telling a lie. Okay, well, when you're making out, usually, like, it's a little odd on where you place the hands. Right. Well, she couldn't do that. I had to do all that work. Yeah. Well, I say, where did she place hers at? Um, I don't remember, but... It couldn't have been very memorable because, like I said, one hand was kind of like, you know, like almost like a claw. And the other one was like fully formed. So that was fine. But it's like, wow, you know. fully formed. I'm glad right. you're getting medical reasons. Yeah, it was fully okay. functional. I'm like the other one. Did you pick her up when this all happened and carry her around? Or like, well, how did this work? No, no. Was the motor still running as you were like leaning over? Oh, it definitely was. It definitely was. Um, I, uh, I think her friend took her, like, had to pick her up and put her in her van when they left and, like, had to pick her right up and everything and just kind of place her in there. Yeah, take care of her little scooter and all that. (sighs) But, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. So I kind of had that, like, almost as, like, a a weird badge of honor. I'm sure Travis would appreciate it. Um, But because he's a kind of a freak, you know. Didn't Travis sit there and say one time in the chat, he he went and did something. You don't want to bring this up. No, nah, <laughs> you probably shouldn't bring this up. I have no idea. He did something not... very yeah, depraved. No, 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 yeah. Talk to him. Ask him. Wow. When everyone in when everyone says it, then it's probably okay. Hey, you missed out. You you keep leaving. Hey, we got lots of good stuff going on there. You keep leaving, Mister. Oh whoa whoa. Except for except for that one picture of Moondog. That was yeah. I I wish I hadn't seen that. That was fucking disgusting. <laughs> Saw his bat wing and everything. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm Batman. Spread him out. No, no, no. no. It was fucking wrong, man. <clears throat> so, did you ever see the girl after that one night? It was that it? No. I okay. saw she was like a mutual friend with one of my friends on uh, Facebook. Can you pull up and... a picture at some point and send it to me so I can see this? If I can, I don't even really remember her name, so 
Well, um, I'm sure when you go through the pictures, it's going to stand out. Like even if you don't remember the pictures her name. of that night, like like no, 15 years her. ago, yeah. I'm just her. Like it's not. Well, if I see her, yeah. Is that her? Is that her? Like it's one of these things of it's going to be pretty standoutish. Yeah, she stood out. Oh my god, very attractive. So did you roll her to her car, or how did all this work out? No, her. No, she rolled over to her friend's car. Her friend picked her up and (laughs) calmed down, Anton, and uh, put her in the uh, (laughs) put her in the van. Holy shit. I it's, don't... it's not funny. It's it's like it's a problem, but you know, like she she may deal with it. <laughs> what is a problem? Oh, not having legs. Not having legs. That's a problem. Right. It right. impedes you from doing stuff other people can. Right. Right. She a good kisser. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's all that matters. That you had a good time and she had a good time, right? Oh, absolutely. It was great. That was, Country that... bar. Oh, it was awesome. That was different than the girl who was four foot ten, right? That they were, those were two different people. Yes, the the girl was four foot ten. She's uh, I still talk to her every now and then. She's uh, she's all right, but she's she should be getting some type of benefits from her condition. No, no she's she's a regular. No, but being know, four ten but... or less, you should be getting government benefits because that's bullshit. Saying, you should. You Fuck should. That. You should. If you can that's, still fucking work, go out and work. That's a Fuck medical that condition. That's medical condition. No, it isn't. Condition. Being it, 410 is a medical condition? Yes, it's called Are dwarfism. You that's no, not, not dwarfism. It's dwarfism. You didn't have fucking sausage fingers. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing if she has sausage fingers. If she's 410 or less, I don't give a shit if she has sausage fingers coming out of her face. She is 410. Whoa. She's that, that would be... She'd be up for benefits then if they were coming out of her face, I think, yeah. <laughs> this is true. I can yeah. tell that uh, you're very interested in this conversation, aren't you, Ritzter? Exactly. I'm, hey, I'm hey. over here hustling and bustling. All right, so let's move on from the people uh, Liam has dated and had uh, sexual escapades with. So, well, not sexual with the one, but yeah. Anyways. What about the other one? Uh, close. Extremely short height, malformed bones oh, and nerves. Motherfucker. Joint. Was she multiple multiple jointed? I, I'm sorry. I didn't give her a full fucking body exam in the doctor's <laughs> office before I fucking put my hands on her. What is wrong with you? No, I'm just. I'm. Hey, listen. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. As a good interview. You're asking questions. All right. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta get to the bottom of every story. You gotta get to the bottom of every story. All right, let's go ahead. Let, oh, or the stump. Oh, All right, let's go ahead and let's talk about our first topic here. So, first topic: Jeff Hardy was sent home from a WWE tour because he was having "quote unquote" a rough night. So, fans who were at the WWF live show had taken some video footage on cell phones showing Jeff as he came out, uh, uh, greeting fans, high fiving, all that kind of stuff. He goes up, he does the signature poses, waves to the crowd, is in the match. And at some point in time, uh, Jeff ends up brawling outside, and I believe it was with Roman Reigns. And then he ends up just leaving the match. Um, Not a whole lot of information has been coming out right now as far as what is going on with Jeff. I'd like to get some people's opinions on this. Let's uh, first throw it out to the Ritzter. What do you think is going on in this situation? Uh, He's trying to get out of his contract. 
He, you think he, he just wants it. out? Yeah, he he wants out, and he doesn't. You know, he he he. he I think either he wants out of his contract because he wants to go elsewhere, possibly with his brother, or maybe he's just not feeling it anymore. You know, his body's got to be up there where uh, he put it on the line so many times that you know he he's in pain. Well, so was so, Liam's date at the bar that night, but um, so so I, I'm, maybe he's maybe he possibly just. You know, once out of his contract, maybe he wants time off. Maybe he's hoping to get a quick release. Heck, everybody else is getting one nowadays. Yeah, according to Liam at that bar, he probably had one too. Um, um, Liam, I'm not a whore. So. That's a lie. I'm not a whore. That is, is not accurate. You literally. Not a fucking whore. No. Then I'm you're whore-ish, a slut. Not a whore. Yeah, yeah. Then you're your blood slut. pressure cuff on your cock. Yes. You want me to take a dipsy cup and put it on my cock? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Liam. Okay, what do you well. think's going on with Jeff Hardy? What's the deal with Jeff right now? What do you What do you think is the situation after you heard all these news? He's he's an alcoholic, obviously, or drug druggy or something. He uh, he's had a history of these problems, so you know, uh, I figure at some point he would try to clean up his act. You know, be a bit more responsible. I know people are gonna say he has a disease and all that stuff. I don't always buy into that, but. Um, I think he needs to take some accountability. I don't buy that he's just like, oh well, I'm I'm just trying to fuck things up so I can leave. Like, if you see how they treat that fucking moron Uso that's been arrested for a DUI like 15 times now, like you know that fucking guy's still there. Jeff Hardy's uh kind of like a li- living legend, I guess, depending on who you talk to. So they're not gonna just look to get rid of him right away. So, um, yeah, he he's. He's got to get his shit under control. That's all I know. He had a, he's had a good run for a little while now, but if he starts pulling like, you know that that thing against Sting and TNA, you know, he could end up dead one day. Do you, so. Anton? Let me ask you this: Do you think it's related to anything substance-wise? I hope not, but wouldn't be the first time. So, and especially with that fucking schedule and actually being on the fucking road and etc. It's super plausible. I don't think he's on drugs anymore. Like, at least not the way that he was. <laughs> Especially during the stink fucking shit. But he is an alcoholic, too. You know, so... It, and it's like me and the cigarettes. Like, I've been paying for my gas at the fucking pump with the fucking credit card. So I don't have to go inside and be at the counter. You know, just to prevent that as a fucking thing. I know alcoholics are the same thing. They have the world's hardest fucking time going into a convenience store or fucking gas station because... If beer is their choice and not actual booze, well, here we don't sell booze at fucking the gas station, but there's beer. So it it is what it is. Like, I'm not condoning it. You know, I do know from the Sabu incident when he bailed off that, you know, they don't like it when people just bail off through the fucking crowd for no reason. So let's hope not. Let's hope it's just him being burnt out and being like, fuck, all right, my body's a little fucking too worse for wear for this anymore. Let's hope it's that. That. That's. Yeah, it's. So this is coming from the New York Post, and obviously a lot of people reported on this. So this is just one outlet reporting on, it, and this is by uh, Ryan Glassbeagle. Um, basically, what Glass they said. Glassbeagle. Glass yeah, I knew you were going to make wow. a comment. You. <laughs> that's terrible. Mouth. Yeah. Poor guy. Fuck you. Um, so what had happened <laughs> was he was in the main event of a show in. Net- 
Edinburgh, Texas on Saturday night. Hardy was teaming with Drew McIntyre and Xavier Woods against the Bloodline. A uh, team comprised of Roman Reigns, Jimmy, and Jey Uso. Now, during the match, Hardy um, walked out of the ring and into the crowd. Hardy was then followed by security and did not return to celebrate with his teammates after they won the match. Uh, PWI Insider reported on Sunday that Hardy, 44, had been sent home from the tour. Uh, and Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful followed up with confirmation that Hardy was sent home uh, by WWE Brass, adding that the wrestling veteran is having a rough night. Now, with that being said, I don't necessarily think we can jump to conclusions and say that he was either on drugs or he was drunk or alcohol. Or we, I, I don't know to necessarily say that, so I don't want to jump to conclusion. Maybe he's sick. Maybe he's beat up. Maybe he had some stuff happening in his personal life and he just felt like trash and he was like, F this, I'm out. Um, who knows? Who knows whatsoever? But I will say this, though. I think that Jeff has done a lot of great stuff and I do believe he's gotten his life back together in a lot of ways. So what exactly consults or consists of a bad night? I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, Matt Hardy went on Twitter and he said the following day that he had talked to Jeff and that Jeff is fine. Um, so he didn't really elaborate. He said that Jeff's story to tell. So who knows? There could be a, a lot of different things that are going on in people's minds. We don't know. Uh, could be depressed, could have some crap going on or whatever like that. Could be in pain, could also be sick. Um, it is what it is, but we'll find out, I'm sure, at some point in time. Because if it really was a substance situation, I'm sure we would have heard more about it. Possibly. So that's that's my take on it. Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. But that's the story about Jeff Hardy. Please weigh in on the chat what you think is going on with Jeff Hardy. If uh, you think that Jeff should be given the benefit of the doubt, even though uh, his past transgressions don't always necessarily paint a good picture of him, or do you think at some point in time we should say, hey, we got to move on from this and we've got to give credit where credit is due and then just see how this all plays out. That's my personal opinion, um, and we'll take it from there. That's all I'll say. Let me ask you also this question as a follow-up with Jeff Hardy. Do you think Jeff will uh, reunite with Matt at some point uh, to have a final Hardy Boys match together? And if you do, do you think that that would be something that Tony Khan would be open to? Of course he would. Probably. Yeah. Because he signs everybody. So why not? Too. <laughs> well, I also will say that I believe it was the Young Bucks who had a match with Matt and Jeff, I guess, when they were all in Ring of Honor uh, yeah. a few years ago. The night before WrestleMania, I think. Yeah. Hardy and it just was, popped in. Yeah. And I heard it was a damn good match. So maybe one more match between those two legendary teams, obviously both Hall of Fame caliber teams. Uh -huh. Um the Hardys, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. The yeah. Bucks. The Hardly Boys, not so much. The uh, Stop uh, it. Me, personally, I'd rather see the Hardy Boys going up against Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. Uh, I think that would be a good match. Uh, you can't get off this. You hate You hate AEW. You no, I don't. I don't like wrestlers that have no psychology. Sorry. You're fine. You don't have to apologize and say sorry anymore. All right. Well, I'm Canadian, so why wouldn't I, right? So. Yeah. But Travis Boham, the, the Young Bucks are Ab. a joke. Get out of here. Hush. My gosh. Jeff Hardy's been amazing since 99. What, what else has happened since then? God damn it. 
21 years? Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying Anton yeah. understands it. Yeah, so, that's why I'm just like, God damn it. God damn yeah. it, Mike Freeling. God yeah, damn it. This is, this is no selling. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, moving on here. Let's go ahead and let's take a live shot in here. Live shut in. Live shot. Let's shot take a look in. at the Rit. Rit He's yeah, a yeah, shut in. Look at him. How do you feel, Rit? I'm here. <laughs> oh there you my go. God. Oh. Are you enjoying yourself with us right now? Or are you? Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying myself for the next uh, couple of minutes. Intent. Are you doing something right now? You're enjoying yourself? Have you got something in your hand? Uh oh. <laughs> what? Uh. Walk it in his pocket. <laughs> walk, walk, walk it. I don't know. Kids sing that at school. Okay. All right. Let's talk about this right now. Next topic. Chris Jericho on possibly retiring from in-ring wrestling. Now, there's been a lot of articles that have been written about Chris Jericho. Chris recently did a couple of interviews, and, and he was asked, uh, and this was posted by Wrestling Inc. by Mark Middleton. So shout out to Wrestling Inc. Big fans of them. Want to give them uh, their just due. Jericho, who recently turned 51, recently spoke with Newsweek's Matthew Allen, and he was talking about the longevity of his career and what has allowed him to stay relevant for so many years. And then the topic came up of how long does he think that he can consistently wrestle and stay healthy? And Jericho responded with, um, I didn't think I would be in the business as long as I am right now. Obviously, it's been 31 years. I don't see myself retiring any time soon. Uh, keep in mind, Jericho has not wrestled since the inner circle defeated uh, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, and America's top team in a 10-man street fight at Full Gear, which was on November 13th. I don't know when the next time Jericho is scheduled to wrestle again. I do believe it was on this show, and Anton might have mentioned it before, that he has so many matches on his contract where once he's fulfilled that for the year, he'll make maybe appearances, but he may not necessarily wrestle. So... What do we think here? Do we think at some point in time Jericho will become uh, a backstage person like a Triple H within the company? Or do you think once Jericho retires, his relationship with AEW is kind of done and over with? I think it depends. Like, yeah. He likes being creative and fucking weird. So, like, it kind of just depends on where where he's at. He also does like helping people. Like, he's said it on his show more than once. If people will come and ask me, for my opinion, I will give right. it to you. I'm not going to go out of my way just to fucking tell you unless it was fucking awful. You know, he's like, I will, I will fucking tell you that. But he's like, all in all, you know, I just, if I see something, I say something because of all the years of TV experience. Other than that, if you want to know something or you want my opinion, come talk to me. Right. I'm here. That's what I'm here for. But you have to want it. I'm, you know want ass closed mouths don't get fucking fed and yeah it's definitely the hogan thing like and i've said that from the very when AEW was a thing and they signed him i was like oh the hogan thing like so many dates etc but they're gonna build a lot of shit around him for the first few years for sure because he does have name value if he can work a shit ton better than hogan could in like 96 7 8 was like <laughs> fuck you <him." laughs> yeah we could really just pick an era there other than his original japan shit and but I, I understood what they were doing. I see it, get it, etc. So, yeah, but Liam, what's what's your take on this? Do, do you think once he does retire, he will still have some affiliation with AEW? He is not obviously one of the main people backstage. He doesn't hold a dual role <coughs> as a member of management slash 
uh, in-ring talent. Do you think that once he's done, he's done? Or do you think he'll always be around that company and wanting to try to help build it up? Maybe kind of like a Triple H or a Shawn Michaels or a Steven Regal. Uh, I think he'll be around uh, in some capacity there for quite a while until WWE wants to put him in the Hall of Fame, and then he'll just happen to leave. But, uh, you know, he's... I, I think as far as the retirement thing, like, his best days are behind him. And, I mean, I say that with all due respect. He, he's very good. Uh, I always... I, I've never been, like, a massive fan of his. Uh Always thought he was a little bit robotic in the ring, but that's just me. Um, but, you know, you can't deny his, his history in the business, but at the same time, you have to get to a point where it's like, okay, you're slowing down. Yeah, and he's still hitting lion salts and all that, but I mean, like, after a while, you have to say, like, okay, I can't do everything as effectively as, as I could before, and you don't want to wear out your welcome. And I, there's a lot more people as it gets older and older that are saying he's starting to wear out his welcome. So uh, I think he could have some worth as a uh, agent, but I think that might be too big of a position almost for him. Like, you know, it, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just don't think he should be doing it much longer, but that's just me. Like I, nobody can tell you when to retire, I guess. So sure. No, I agree with you hundred percent. Um, I don't know. I just find it really, really interesting when it comes to wrestlers transitioning out of in-ring competition to being either a backstage or being a scout or being something like that. I just, yeah, it's that, gotta be hard. The, the talent scout thing actually might be a good idea because you know it when you see it, especially if you've done it. Like all in all, you know, granted, everyone's flavor and taste is different. But, you know, he, while he does have a college degree, you know, he's a journalist, whatever, you know, the podcast, m- music, he has other sources of income. Right. But unless you're a real estate agent or something to that effect, as well as a pro wrestler, most pro wrestlers have no backup plan. Like, right. they don't know how to fucking do shit else. And I don't mean that meanly. I'm just most, especially fucking old school people fucking like who came up through his fucking era. What actual job traits do you have? Right. So you got to do something. And got to diversify. Yeah. Do you, and, you know. whoa, do you, do you guys think that the Fozzie thing, um, something that will continue to go on for years and years and years and years? Or do you think that's something that may start to wind down at a certain point? He'll keep doing it. Yeah. It's, it's he likes making bad music. <laughs> well, it started off as a fucking cover band, so if nothing else, yep. instead of continuing to release original music, it'll just go back to being a fucking shitty cover band. So, and there's yeah. always a market for that. Like specifically in places like where I'm at, can't book Here fucking too. original music worth a fuck. But if you're a fucking cover dude or fucking a cover band, you can get booked like it's fucking going out of goddamn style. Yeah, so, it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. I hate cover bands. Absolutely hate them. Me too. <laughs> so that's a whole different conversation. I mean, I was I was looking at some of the um, tour videos that they do. Now they do do a lot of small venues, and what I mean by that is a few hundred people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. w- we're not talking 
you know, stadiums, large arenas or even college style, like basketball courts, stuff like that, that holds, you know, 10,000, maybe 5,000. We're not even really in that genre, not even 5,000. Um, nope. We're not even talking a, a SmackDown, uh, which maybe gets 2,500 to 3,000. So at the end of the day, I feel like as long as he enjoys it, that's his main thing. But I don't think necessarily it's going to be a big revenue maker. Now, the podcast and advertisers, all of that, absolutely. I think that's where his his bread and butter is going to be because he is respected and people will talk to him. And I think he could be, you know, very successful in that regard. But outside of wrestling, I don't really know what else Jericho necessarily would do. Sky's the limit. It's only his early 50s. Like, fuck. You can do whatever he wants, but just start pushing yourself away a bit from wrestling. And that might help. So that's Chris Jericho. And, I mean, like I said, I don't have a problem with Chris. I just feel like... I'm wondering how loyal he is to AEW, meaning once he's done with this inner circle thing, is he going to stick around or is this going to be like, hey, I wanted to help get the company off the ground. They did. We had a good time together and it's time for me to ride off into the sunset. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, next interesting topic I found in the news. Uh, FTR discusses uh, how they ended up getting paired up with uh, Tully Blanchard. Now, FTR, if uh, you are or are not familiar with them, FTR actually was something that the Bucks came up with. And it was not, they were known as the Revival in WWE, but they had this, I don't know, ongoing, offgoing feud. Yeah, it's a shtick. Uh, I know we always hashtag FTR, which was fuck the Revival. revival. (laughs) And then at the end of the day, FTR ends up getting aired. The revival ends up coming to AEW. They end up using the FTR thing. So now, if you know, if you followed their little thing on social media, you get that as far as how that all kind of came about. But there's a great article, and I can also post this on my social media site. This was uh, Wrestling Headlines. And this article uh, was basically how they were paired up with Tully Blanchard. And how they were excited, but they were really surprised uh, that they ended up getting Tully. Do you guys think that having Tully Blanchard is a big deal for FTR? Or do you think FTR would have been just as successful even without a manager uh, like Tully Blanchard? I think it's a big deal for them. For them. But for everybody else, it's really not. Uh, Tully really doesn't do anything there. Um it's kind of like like Arn Anderson, and in full respect to both of them, trust me, I'm a huge fan of both of them. But him and Arn had this role of just being like the corner men, basically, not really doing a lot. Like Arn's done a little bit, but you know, not enough to justify him really being there. I don't think. And um, but if you look at FTR's history, they pattern themselves after Tully and Arn. Mm-hmm. and that's, you know, everybody, even if you didn't know that, even if they didn't see it, say it, you could see that clearly by how they wrestle, their ring psychology, the way they move, the, the move, like, just, just everything, their moveset, you know, but they, it, that's, it's kind of been a bit of a knock, is like, okay, Tully's there, what's he doing? Arn's there, what's he really doing, you know, it's, they could be helping out backstage too, like, I don't know, but, 
they don't need to really be in that role. I think it distracts more than anything because it's like, oh, here's FDR, and like, oh, what the fuck's Tully doing? He's just standing there. Okay, great. Oh, great move from them. Oh, Tully's still standing there. It's like, okay. No disrespect, though, but it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. But, that, okay, so so that kind of lends me to even a bigger question here. So, like, with managers, right, in general, they walk out, a valet, they walk out. Let's take Vicky Guerrero, for example. They walk out. They're not in the match. No. They do some but, shouting and this and that, but, like, that, that that's not a bad paycheck. You're not taking bumps. Oh, I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not saying he shouldn't take the money, but it's, like, there's a difference well, between him and, like, say, Bobby Heenan, you know, or Sherry Martell, you know? Who are Jimmy Hart, you know, always screaming on the megaphone like an asshole. Fonzie, always blowing the fucking whistle all the time, you know? They were a big part of the show. Right. Fuji, not big part of the show. No. Fuji just stood there like like he didn't even really know where he was. Um, Right. But it's just like, at what point do these people keep collecting a paycheck? What do they really bring to the show? Do people pay money to see them? No, but that's the point. Is it's you have to if you're going to have a manager or someone in your on your side, they should be injecting themselves some way that will be noticeable enough but won't hurt the person they're representing. Right. Like Cornette, Cornette's a perfect example. I know you're going to be like, "Oh, Cornette, but but he was a perfect example. He would be like a complete prick on the outside. He would help enhance the match, and then, you know, when it came time, sometimes the 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 baby faces would just like fucking knock him out, and the crowd would just go fucking nuts because it's like, oh, finally he got his just due. Now we can see the the heels get their asses kicked, you know, that kind of thing. But if you just got Tully standing there, he's just like he'll shout the odd thing, but it's like, you know, what's he really doing? Fair enough, Anton. Uh, I agree. The Bobby is probably the best. Bobby Cornett and fucking Heyman. Probably are my yep. three favorite fucking managers, like because they're actually managers. Yes. And fucking uh, what's fuck uh, goddamn it, what the fuck's his name? Uh, the dude from the fucking Legion of Doom, Road Warriors, Paul. Paul Ellering. Ellering. Yeah. I could I'm blanking, you know. But uh, that motherfucker was a manager, manager because he booked their flights and yes. every fucking thing yes. else. That's a whole different ball game. Well, yep. Jimmy did that too. Jimmy yes. did yes. that for Hogan and right, Brutus and, and- but. Jimmy was also the fucking weed carrier. So let, let's let's <laughs> well, so yeah, beefcake. Let's just be real there. It's but that's it, being a manager is a lost art form, especially since it's pretty much been done fucking away with since what like ninety five, give or take. Because around that, you know, yeah, give or take, you know, it's just a lost thing. Jake works for Archer, but why does he work for Archer? This. Fucking mouthpiece. Yeah. yeah, but does Archer but, really need a mouthpiece? Because Archer no. is one of those guys. He he no. he says little, but he walks with a big stick. It's one of those things where yes and no. Like if you want to actually have him in storylines and get him over, yes. You know, especially considering they have people who can talk. But other than that, no. The fucking size intimidation thing. Let him just go out there and fucking do what he does. Well, that- Jake is also distracting from him too, because Jake Jake comes out there. And, and Jake, he's like, yeah, and, well, it's, I get it. He, yeah, but but and Jake, yeah, fucking legend, right? But he's got COPD; he can barely even get the words out. Like, I'm not even saying that to be a dick, but like, he's, you know, what's he really going to be doing? Like, and the all, all praise to him, all praise to him. He's getting a he's getting a nice paycheck. He's cleaned up his act, everything. That's great. But like, he's, I mean, 
you could put someone with him that would actually be a good mouthpiece. And that would be great. But but Jake, I mean, it's it's more for the history factor and the fact that he's close with, with Lance. I mean, like, other than that, I, I don't know. It's just some people you're just kind of looking at going like, oh, uh, they could probably save some money if they didn't have that person there or whatever, you know? Like, it's... Uh, he he'd be better served backstage as a as an agent, just walking everybody through things, psychology, promos, things like that. That would be ideal. But and he probably does to a point. But having him out there doesn't do a damn thing. So the uh, on the note of that, which I'm I'm not going to disagree on a lot of that. But so at least from his, from how I understand his brain and promos and etc., he can tell you how to cut a promo. But if you don't, you he can't make you believe yeah. it. You know, right. like right. the reason he can cut a very fucking believable, the world's most fucking realistic promo on anything is very fucked up. If we're being honest, yes. you know that I know that. Yeah, we're gonna leave. Right. We, not, we don't even have to talk about that. But he can explain that to you. But if you're playing wrestler, if you don't believe what the fuck you're doing, there's well, he can't. That's on you. Yeah, it kind of it kind of goes back to when like people were saying like, oh well, Ric Flair, man, he 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 could be an incredible trainer, right? But then when it gets down to it, the only person he actually trained was Stan Lane. Yeah, and which is, not, nothing wrong with Stan Lane, trust me. But like when you when you look at it in that sense, he couldn't really convey everything about ring psychology and all that stuff to any other wrestlers. He Lane got it, but it's like that was a yeah. chance kind of thing. Ted DiBiase, but, same thing. Couldn't right, he, he knew right. how to do it? Go out there and do it. Same thing with Ricky Steamboat. Know yeah. how to do it? Yeah, I can explain to you one on one, and if you get it, cool. But if you don't, fuck it. That's kind of on you. Right. It's, most wrestlers are that way. You know. Yep. Being an agent's a completely different story. Yes, and you yeah. know, it's it's just one of those things where you know. It's the those who do can and those that can't teach type thing when very few people can translate to the both. It's just, right. it is what it is. It's, you know, now some people do teach just because they want to, they want to pass on the knowledge, information, etc. You know, like Raven mm-hmm. sat under the fucking Jake learning tree. Sin fucking did it. You know, there have been people who've sat under that tree and got the fucking knowledge, you know, and that also mm-hmm. have been able to pass it on. Raven actually teaching punk. Here's how you really cut a promo. Here's why right. the fuck you slow down. Here, you know, there are people who take that fucking step further, but you know, like Raven can't sit in a creative setting because he gets butt hurt when his fucking ideas get fucked with, which I get, but sure. that's the nature of the beast in business. So that's other people don't work great there in that position either, just for those fucking reasons. You know, yep. like Jake, Jake would be a beautiful thing in their fucking creative, especially mm-hmm. nowadays since he's sober. You know, he continues, you know, so the same basic stories always apply. That's the interesting thing about wrestling is the but, stories have never changed. There's like five fucking stories, just like in fucking life. It's just a right. recycled version of the same fucking shit. Yeah. Done, you know, tried to be presented differently. So you think it's original again, but that's. Yep. So who do we really know that's a part of creative in AEW? Is it just basically Tony on his own? Because I know At that. At this point, yeah. From what, you know, rumor in your window, speculation, what the fuck ever. I'm, I mean, there's I probably Jericho people in his helps. ear. Yeah, he, like, you know, Jericho helps. I'm sure the fucking Bucks still help. I'm sure Kenny and Cody fucking still help. But I think he did the smart thing. The Bucks stops with fucking well, me. But it it is smart, but at the same time, he start, that That's something I've been thinking about lately is Tony Khan. You figure at some point he'd say, okay, 
I've kind of got everything moving. Now let me get in an actual booker who can really help me book the shows, like really get those fine tuning done. Get a Kevin Sullivan in there. Get, uh, you know, look, I don't know how many people are in the industry right now would be available for that. Kevin Sullivan, though, would definitely be an improvement. Um, he can book heat, like, big time. As long as Dungeon of Doom aside and all that crap. Or yeah, well, but I'm Dungeon of Doom aside I'm, and all that I'm crap. But, you know, yeah, but, yeah, but, but, you know what I mean? It's like, put, put someone with him that can teach him historically how to book properly. Take, take a, take a, uh, a story and start building it and say, here's the points we want to get across. Let's go six months a year. Let's space it out. Let's really make the fans salivate and pay it off. That kind of deal. If, if, if anyone was available right now, not under contract with any company, any promotion, literally you could pick anyone right now. And I will say that is alive because obviously Pat Patterson might be somebody that people would be interested in, right. but alive currently today, who would you pick if, if you had the checkbook and you could, you could pick like two people. Who would you pick? Paul Heyman, a hundred percent, and Jim Cornette. That that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> both of them, both yeah. of them. They did work together in OVW, not for too long, but a lot of the things that people say is like they're so opposite, but at the same time they're they so alike. Fucking same. There I, you go. Bruce Pritchard said it more than once. He's like, yeah. He's like, I tell Heyman and I tell fucking Cornette. Cornette's just a southern version of fucking, you know, hillbilly version of fucking Heyman. And Heyman's just a sophisticated New York version of fucking Jim Cornette. Right. It makes sense. Like, it fucking makes sense. The thing is, the thing is, and yeah, people will think it's part of my shtick now, but it's like, when you really listen to Cornette break down psychology and he'll, it's funny with him because he'll, his, his ho- his co-host will say, okay, Jim, if you think you're so good at doing this, how would you do this angle that you think sucks? And he, just off the top of his head, will come up with this great elaborate plan and just rebook it. Say, we take that for a year and blah, blah. And I'm just sitting there going, holy shit, he just came out of that out of nowhere with that. And just to be able to even do that, yeah, he's got lots of experience. He promoted, he did all that stuff. But man, like, you, you know. need someone that can get the exact template down and start setting it up and saying, okay, here's what we should do and say to Tony Khan, what do you think? Come together, brainstorm, have ideas. And then if he has that, like, man, there's sky's the limit. But I, I just know the way Cornette is, he wouldn't go for it. And Khan might, and if Khan ended up for some reason being able to get Cornette, he would be looked at as a huge sellout to everybody. So, you know, it, it's a lose-lose in a lot of ways. I don't necessarily know if Jim would even take a, 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 no. a gig. No, God, no, he would not. There's no way. I'd be in absolute shock if he did. But you have to look at it. You have to look at it in terms of who can book properly and who can, and it doesn't even have to be for shock value. But if you're looking at it like, Paul Heyman, just with how he would book story arcs and everything in ECW and, and all that, it's fucking masterful. And if you look at how Cornette's mind works and how he really gets granular and breaks down the industry, you can't really uh, can't really discount that. And that would just be a complete asset to any company. It's a matter of whether they would do it or not. 
Cornette, almost no chance. And Heyman is pretty much set right now. I don't think he would go for either. So, no. backup plan, take Kevin Sullivan if he's available. Say, can you help me try to lay out stuff a little bit differently? And then we're all set. But if you don't, if you don't use resources out there, what's the point? No, I agree. I agree completely. Um, kind of took a sidetrack there off of the FTR thing, but I think yeah. it, would, it, it really makes sense. Though. <laughs> we kind of we kind of went down the whole manager thing, and then the manager yeah. thing kind of evolved into other things. But I think it's great fodder and great discussion. If you'd like to join the conversation, 937-504-2071. Give us a call. Literally, um, we'd be more than happy to take your call live on the air if you are wanting to talk about wrestling, if you have – thoughts on the topics we're talking about please by all means let us know we'd be more than happy to entertain your call uh let's go ahead and let's move on to something else here so war games and i did get to see some of war games i will admit i did not watch all of it i not um, watch any of it <laughs> yeah. but uh tomasa champo has been teasing that johnny gorgano's departure uh is imminent when it comes to wwe now what i will say is wwe has been making uh sufficient strides to make sure that they are re-signing um johnny gorgano now here's the interesting thing i think with this is it a situation of they want to sign somebody and tie them up so they don't go somewhere else or do they legitimately have plans and the reason why i i pose this is because they've had gorgano and champa and some of the other guys from nxt a year or two ago come on up to the main roster do tag matches and whatnot and then send them right back down the point is, is that I don't necessarily know that they have any plans for any of these guys, any of the original uh, black and gold NXT guys, in my opinion. So, Johnny Gorgano, do you think he will re-sign? Do you think he'll stay with the company? Or do you think that he will go ahead, say goodbye, and maybe either go to Japan or go somewhere else or do anything else? outside of the world WWE. I uh, I think I think there's a good chance that he would leave. Um, you're taking especially these ta- days you're taking a major risk uh, with staying with the company or resigning. Not to say you would necessarily get released, but with the amount of releases that have happened, you know, it's like, uh, do I do this? Am I am I going to have a knot in my stomach for 3 years like, you know, so, if you're looking at an, an NXT terms, he's done absolutely everything there. Everything. So, he, there's no need for him to be there anymore. Uh, his wife is still there, technically. Mm-hmm. Although she's pregnant, so uh, we don't know if they would end up tacking on time to her contract if she decides to come back or whatever. But, if you're in Gargano's shoes, you got to be thinking, okay, well... I've done everything in NXT, so I have no desire to stick around, even though I love it. Uh, I could go up to the main roster, but we know 75% of the time it usually doesn't work out. Uh, And then he can be looking at his friends in uh, AEW and going, huh, there's opportunity there. Now, when is Khan finally going to put the checkbook away? We don't know. But is there a possibility he signed him? Absolutely. We all know that. So... I, I, I'm more worried about Tommaso Ciampa than anybody because he does not want to go up to the main roster, and he's explicitly said that because he would not be able to handle it, uh, the added dates and everything. So we got to look at it in terms of, okay, well, do you want to take that risk staying with a company that might let you go eventually anyways 
or try to make something more of your career, go to uh, go to AW with your friends, or possibly seek out other ventures. I mean, sky's the limit for him because he's a big name now in the industry. But I mean, like he, he's not going to have any problem finding work. But where do your affiliations lie? I don't know. Uh, what's your take on this, Anton? Do you think? What do you think Johnny's going to do? <laughs> it's one of those like Liam's right. You know, if they were going to do something with the main roster wise, if they actually had a plan and a thought, what the fuck ever, it'd been done. You know, they've attempted it a hat couple half ass times. It's never fucking took. So it's it's not a bridge burnt, but it's a fucking bridge burnt and. Other than, I guess, helping people in NXT and collecting a fucking paycheck. He's done everything he can there. Yep. He, to me, he wouldn't add anything to fucking AEW and Mr. ECW fan is calling. Hold up. Call from Ecuador. <laughs> to accept, press one. Just... You're on, Call sir. From... All right. Hey, guys. Um, In my opinion, I think uh, he should leave because, like, Liam said he's done pretty much everything in NXT. There's nothing for him to do. And if he goes to the main roster, Vince doesn't know what the fuck he's doing anymore. And he'll just get jobbed out and a few months later he'll get released. So I think he should just leave. Thanks, Pat. Cool. I like it. Hey, but but are you, is he still there or did he hang up? No, he, he built. <laughs> he, okay. <laughs> um. I mean, I agree with that 100%. I think even if he did go to the main roster, I think he would get jobbed out after a certain point in time. He doesn't fit the mold of, of what Vince really is looking for. Speaking of which, I am on social media as we speak right now, and uh, Sean Rossap just recently posted this. Uh, I guess uh, Johnny had made uh, an in-ring statement when he was on NXT Tonight. He says, and I quote, Johnny says his immediate future is uncertain, but in February he starts his most important job, and that is being a dad. So um, he Very also awesome. said that HBK says he can stay as long as he wants. Once again, I don't know if HBK really is the one who signs off on whether how long someone can stay or not. But, um, I mean, I think he's going to want to take some time off. And if he doesn't, here's what I feel like would be interesting. He could technically, and this would work out perfectly, he could technically not re-sign, right? Do you still have a 90-day no-compete with that? I think it's uh, 30 with NXT, but I could be wrong. Yeah, he, it's 30 if you're Aleister Black and they didn't catch it and rework your fucking contract like they're supposed to. <laughs> and it was written that on too. a napkin. Um, <laughs> what, he, what he could do is take the time off, uh, like almost like a male paternity, spend time with his wife during that time, and then pop up on TV somewhere. Yeah, but he doesn't seem the type to do that, you know? He seems pretty by the book and thankful for everything he got there, which he should be because they made him a star. Right. But, you know, same time, like, he could he could very well do that. There's been people that have done that, Lex Luger, people like that, like, Christ. But you don't want to, you don't really want to burn bridges like that. Unless you're Shane Douglas and then you just want to burn every fucking bridge you have, you know, but who knows. <laughs> Uh, Johnny said, you will never fail if you bet on yourself. Oh, that was another one of his quotes. So There you go. Everything's a learning experience. Like, yep. So, Johnny Gorgano, let's let's see what happens with him. Not really 100% sure. Uh, I know this isn't one of my topics right now, but um, 
Well, you know what? Let's go ahead and let's do this. So I'm going to go ahead and play the audio to this because I think this is really, really important. So hopefully I can get this. Uh, I can get this. Here we go. Tell me if you can hear this. Nothing yet. Nope. Dead air, folks. Dead air. And you're muted. <laughs> yeah, nothing. You're still muted. <laughs> did you did you rip out your mic? No, I don't know what happened here. I had a little, oh, okay. little tech issue here, but let me try this again. Sure. Goodness. Let's see. I'm going to try this one more time. Hopefully this will work. All right. Tell me. Oh, jeez. Come on, computer. Wow. This is ridiculous. My computer's doing something really weird. So uh, let's continue the conversation. Okay. So, as I work on go ahead and just hit the last one while, while he figures this out. So the uh, Kurt Angle thing. I laughed yeah. when, I, when I read that shit. I was like. I'm not even gonna touch this with a fucking forty foot pole. Like, like I'm just <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's... Yeah, they're dude. I I laughed because I'm like, you you spent more of your career elsewhere. Like the bulk of your actual career was spent in an entirely different company. You're only loyal to them now because they're currently still giving you some form of fucking paycheck. I'm sure. <laughs> it's like I don't know that oh. comment. Just... It it just hit me the wrong way. I don't know why, it but it did, especially because he's made the comment. If you know Tony Khan gave me enough money, oh yeah, you better believe I'd have one last match. So okay, you're not that fucking loyal, and just I don't know. Every bit of that really just kind of when I clicked that link freelance in us, I was like, mm, I'm just. <laughs> no, I, I you know he, he it, it makes it makes sense in some ways because WWE made him a star, but. He did say, I can't work anymore, and then went right to TNA and worked longer there than he did in WWE. So, you know, had a better he, run. He had a better run yeah. in TNA than he did WWE. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it's, it's, diff- it's, it's, eh, it's, it's hard to compare the two, really, but um, also, fuck, also right out of the gate with Samoa Joe, like, fuck, you can't get better than that. That was fucking incredible. But I, I, wasn't, I wasn't watching... WWE when he came in, so I I don't have any frame of reference for his uh, career there. So I don't know. So I mean, my take on this. Let me pull up the Kurt Angle thing. So the Kurt Angle thing is Kurt talks his decision not to work for AEW. His quote is, "I'm going to stay loyal to WWE right now." Um, my thought on that, that the end last two words there. <laughs> Right now. Right now. Yeah. right now. I mean, here's two things that I would say. First of all, as far as Kurt Angle's concerned, um, I don't necessarily think he would be a get for AEW. He would not. I don't think there's anything necessarily that Kurt Angle could do in AEW that would necessarily help build them anymore. Um, I don't see him being an agent by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I don't see him being a mouthpiece for somebody. Um, the only thing I could think of if I had to, 
would be if you were to put him with uh, an Anthony Agogo. Um, you know, obviously both that Olympic style, collegiate, whatever you want to call it. If they wanted to work an angle like that, uh, no pun intended. But other than that, I don't really think there's a whole lot you could really do with him. I don't really see him as a uh, a full-fledged manager manager. And I don't know what his abilities would be as far as creative. So Kurt coming in, as much as it would be kind of a cool little pop uh, the first time, I think that would wither on the vine very quickly. And I don't think it would really be the investment of TV time that you would want when you could definitely be putting it on other people like Kylan King, um, other AEW dark people that are making their way up. Um, so yeah, definitely not that. Kylan King is, a, I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, I'm a big fan of Chris Statlanders as well. I'm a big fan of some of the uh -huh. women AEW have, because I think they're good wrestlers. Uh I right, continue with this before you shit on the fact that I have certain female wrestlers that I think are really, really good. You said Statlander, and that makes me wonder. But uh, what makes you what makes you not being a fan of Chris Statlander? I don't know. She's a botch machine. I don't know. Oh, be the first stop. indication. Stop. She's good to look at, but uh, yeah, stop. inside well, the ring, uh, not so much. What what, <laughs> Anthony, what do you take away from the whole Kurt thing? Do you think Kurt would be? in any way, shape, or form, a resource to utilize, not on camera, but in any way. That's just it. His most productive assets are on camera. Like, Correct. you can't teach people to be fucking funny. You Correct. can't teach people how to talk. And other than when he's being funny or just being, the you know, Kurt Angle, like, you know, pissed off wrestling machine, which, you know, that's one extreme to the other there. That's, he, there is no real middle ground range makes sense yes like he he can do either fucking extremity very fucking well but there is no real just here here's some you know make something of this he doesn't really have that ability to me he never has like you know um, like the whole just being an olympic gold medalist fucking etc before they made him you know the epitome like okay let's take the 1950 shit turn that all the way the fuck up and just make you a dick bag about it you know that works because of how it works i also pay attention to the way people word shit and that's why i mentioned the right now thing because that's that's an instant you know i won't say red flag but that's a key that's a buzzword to me you know, yeah. that's something I would say to someone. It's a loophole. It's like, are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Not right now. Like, it just if you catch it, cool. If you don't, you don't. And then when you get pissed off at me later, I would be like, hey, did you pay attention when I said this? Because I, yeah. I told you, <laughs> you just yeah, didn't I, catch it. I also so, feel like wrestlers never fully close the door on anything. You know, they no. never yeah. really fully, Terry they Fong. always leave it a little ajar. Terry Fong. Um, yep. So this was this was the article, and I'll even tell you it was on WrestlingHeadlines.com. And let me give a proper credit here. This is Joey G, uh, who is the author of this one with WrestlingHeadlines.com. I'll read this to you. It says WWE Hall of Famer Kurt Angle recently spoke with uh, Paradox of Sports about all things pro wrestling, including his decision to not work for AEW after the promotion, I guess, allegedly offered him multiple deals. The Olympic hero stated that he is not currently under contract with WWE. He wants uh, he doesn't want to mess up any future projects that he has with WWE, adding that he has plans to remain loyal to them for the time being. Uh, I considered it, Angle said. I was offered a couple of deals. 
I turned them down. I'm a WWE guy, and my loyalty is there right now. I am not signed with any other particular company. Uh, I do have some projects that are coming up that I'm part of with WWE, and I don't want to mess that up. I'm going to stay loyal to WWE right now. He said it again. Angle's loyalty to WWE has not stopped from him praising the work of top AEW stars and former world champion Kenny Omega, who oh. named Angle one of his biggest influences. All right, we got a call? Yep, it's a Boog. Boogster's calling back in. Why is he still awake? He should be in bed. Hey, so I just wanted to comment on this real quick, this Kurt Angle decision not to work with AEW. Listen, I'm sure AEW could pay that man some decent money to make some appearances, maybe get in the ring a couple times. But that man bleeds WWE. I mean, he was – he made his career there. And I honestly can't blame him for not wanting to mess up any future endeavors with him. I mean, the way that company runs these days, you never know – what, uh, you know, sniffing in your rival's uh, trash could get you, you know? Yeah, but hold on a sec, Boog. Boog, hold on a second. But, like, here's the problem. He, he doesn't want to mess up any future endeavors. However, he could be future endeavored at any minute. Did you hear Freeland? He said, no, I didn't. What did you say? He said that uh, <laughs> while he may not want to mess up, mess up anything, you know, he could be future endeavored at any given moment, basically. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, you, you never know when they might uh, pull you in. But, you know, I get it, though. I mean, that, that guy that guy was, I would say, one of WWE's best talent, homegrown talents. Like, what Kurt Angle was is what WWE is lacking today. Someone who is homegrown and became a star the way Kurt Angle did. They also made that, him a star, though. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like that man owes his whole career to that company. And I can kind of, I kind of understand why he wouldn't want to go snooping around anywhere else. Fair. Fair. All right. All right. Cut him off. Drop the call. All right. Great show, guys. Thank you. Show, guys. Yeah, we know. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're professionals here. Uh, yeah. Also, I Thank want to you. point out though, uh, he also has three, uh, Three more children other than the fucking children he already had. He has six fucking kids, dude. And his youngest one's two. Like, so, again, end of the day, right here. Especially if he has to still have neck surgery, this surgery, what the fuck ever. Like, just, yeah, I don't like to see situations in black and white. I typically like to see them in shades of gray. But from my point of view, that sounds like covering your ass to make sure you can still do the things you need to do to be a fucking parent there you, you go know, like and I'm, I'm not knocking that because we know how mr you know savage is about you know his child he you know goes out of his way to do things he's like i may not want to do this on a personal level but to protect my child yes i fucking yep. will so yep. i get that i'm not knocking that i'm just being realistic about it especially with the fucking right now comment like eh, which boog wins he is a homegrown fucking talent they did do that they fucking did that, but they choose not to do that anymore. The people that they have that have the charisma to be fucking stars and build around, they choose not to do because they don't want the Rock, Austin, and, you know, Cena situation of when people fucking bail, people are like, oh shit, I don't want to watch now. That's, you know, it's the brand as a whole. And I've been saying that for fucking like almost a decade. Like, I noticed this. In my early 20s, I was like, yo, they, they're not doing that anymore. Even the people that have the potential, they're not 
fucking doing it. And that's a choice. That's a fucking choice. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. I think, you know, I don't know. I don't want to see AEW always rely on older talent that just doesn't have what it takes anymore. And I want to, I don't want to see that happen because they have young talent that they could be investing in. And I think that's where they should be focusing on now. The pillows with <laughs> four pillows. With that being said, I didn't even know about the four pillars being a thing. Uh, I'll even admit that as a wrestler. Oh, I knew about it. Fuck. I, yeah, I, well, Liam, why do I really know about it? Because uh, I showed you Kawada, and that got you interested. Yeah. Because that's what And Freeland to. should watch, too, but he won't. Yes. So. yes he and that's not necessarily true. I may. Oh, uh, I think I it is. Well may. You, you fucking should, dude. You want to it see, like, fucking it's, excellent. It, it's a fucking Toshiaki fight. Kawada. Kensuke Sasaki. Fucking. Oh, incredible. <laughs> Did you just do a karate chop right there? <laughs> no. Just like, bottom line, incredible. Oh, I'm yeah. I did a karate right. chop because they're Chinese, not Japanese. Right. <laughs> You should just fucking post. The you are fucked after the show. God damn, dude! Hey, I'm not the amputee making outer person. Okay, so don't oh, be giving me. I'm not an amputee shit. either. I don't know no, what you're talking but about. You were making out with an amputee, and I'm not saying anything Correct. wrong with that. I'm just saying it just kind of caught me off guard. I was a little surprised. That's why I, I said it. Surprised. Well, I'm glad you did. Oh, great! I'm glad but you I, did. I, maybe it can take over the 99 bullshit. Who knows? I, we are not going there anymore. You'd be like, okay. oh, here comes Liam, the amputee fucker, or something, you know? No, I'm not going to say <laughs> Instead that. Instead of like, oh, he was going to be something in 99, but now look at him. Yuck, hey, yuck, yuck. You know? Freeland, what? Mr. English teacher, because I don't want to fucking botch this. Yeah. How do you? Uh-oh. I'm sending it to the fucking Steam Yard fucking chat. How do you pronounce that? Uh, To the private chat? Yeah. To the stream, stream, stream yard. Chat. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Acrotomophilia. All right, that's the phrase for uh, having an amputee fetish. I don't, but <laughs> I'm just, I know. But now that we because we've been talking I... about it for almost two hours, I'm like I'm curious. What's the hold on? I don't think I don't think you can necessarily say you don't. <laughs> I'm not okay. saying you're full fledged. I'm into it like toes, like sucking okay. toes. I, however, there's got to be some level in your brain that says. Hey, I want to make out with this. This she person. was hot. What do you want, man? She was Jeez. hot. I need right. to see a picture of this hot. I don't girl. have one. Yeah, okay. if she was yeah, like boy. fucking. Okay, look at it this what way. Year if... did this happen? Oh fuck! Like two thousand four or five, maybe. Oh okay. I was just kind of curious. Yeah, a while sure back. It didn't happen around that same time when you were, you know. Oh, yeah, I just want to make sure. Oh, when I was going to be Jeff Hardy, right. When okay. you were going to be, uh, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. What the okay. fuck are you doing? What is <laughs> <No>. that? <laughs> yep. What are you doing? Not doing anything. I, I can tell. So, here's what I want you to oh, So, okay. you had to have had, when you saw her, oh, let's fuck. break this down. You saw her. <laughs> that was the first thing you noticed, right? You were not drunk. I didn't notice at first because I saw her from a little bit away and I thought she was just sitting in a chair. With wheels. I didn't notice the wheels. <laughs> I didn't notice she didn't really have keys for legs either. So, so, but I, you know, in a way, I probably should have maybe noticed something because it, it was a shitty country bar they had in town. But, you know, you got to drink somewhere, right? 
So went in there, and it's like everybody else is doing their fucking line dancing, and she's obviously not. True, true. She's so burning, she burning out donuts or something on the floor? I don't know. Uh, I didn't notice that. I'm not. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I probably should have noticed something in that regard. But other than that, hey, come on. Hey, is hey. She big, is she a big fan of he thinks my tractor's sexy? I wouldn't know. I didn't really find out too much from her, so. Did you have a conversation? Yeah, yeah. What, okay, so obviously the big pink elephant in the room is going to be, hey, what's up? Can I get you a drink? By the way, why don't you have any arms? Like, at Right, point, yeah, that's I, the first thing you want to say. Yeah. No, I, well, come on. You're not going to tell me that you're going to have just a intellectual conversation when this hey. is clearly something that needs to be addressed. Hey, I'm not like you where I'm going to point out people's handicaps, okay? Like, I'm I'm just a, a lovable person who just accepts people for who they are. If, if you someone, don't, that's your own thing. If someone walks with a limp or has a lazy eye, there's things that I can understand. However, at some point in time, she's at a country line dancing bar, right? right? Mm -hmm. And she is no legs, no arms, and she's literally, okay. Oh, no. Okay. Is it everything? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I got a question for uh, Liam. So, since you're trying to, since you found her and she's got like one leg, I mean, was she like trying to hobble on top of you or do you have to do all the work? You know, and, I mean, what's the ratio of your, what you had to put in and what she had to put in? I, I just want to know that. I, does he think I had... Did you dance is what I think he's probably asking. How the fuck am I supposed to dance with her? How the fuck will I do that? God damn it, dude. I'm just asking. It's a country line dancing bar. I understand that. I went there because I like the beer there, okay? That's about it. You bellied up to the bar. You bellied what? up to the bar. You see this girl. You claim that you did not notice anything, which you're supposed I to be a really perceptive guy. It's from Oh, Bose. oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I have a fucking x-ray vision where I can see through a fucking table. What yes. am I supposed to be looking at, Anton? What's happening? Whatever the phone? fuck Boog sent you. That's what I'm like. Oh, fuck. The fuck did he send? <laughs> you know, I'm fucking regretting this now because I think it's going to lead down a path of fucking You've already just a really it. broken road. You've You've already seen it, so no. Let's see. Boom. Oh, is it what I'm thinking? The stormtrooper? Yes. <laughs> yes oh, <I> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Who, who exactly is this? That's Moondog. Yep. Do you notice anything about the picture? <laughs> Look oh, at the picture good. closely. Can I put this on the screen or no? I uh, no. Um, no, yeah, I'd I vote no. Please don't. Nah. Like I think we'll get banned. Like for so, real you noticed. Like, so you noticed. So you noticed. Well, how can you not notice when it's circled in red? <laughs> right. <laughs> you kept looking at it though. Fuck. Well, first why of are you all, looking so much, Freeland? Jesus, it's, it's our shirt and a stormtrooper <laughs> person. I have and a sack underneath it. Yeah. Why do you keep looking at it? <laughs> Jesus, Pete. Him too. Okay, just Peter North. Beat North, yeah. baby. Look, uh, look, you're a good person. I'm not saying I'm, not saying I'm a bad person. I'm not. 
I'm not saying that I would not approach somebody. I'm not at all. I'm just saying it just seems a little interesting, the whole scenario. Okay. Oh my God. That's all I'm saying. It's an interesting scenario. Yeah, as you're making you, fun of me for not having an extra vision to see through the no, table that she has no light. <laughs> you are sitting somewhere, and before you approach, you don't see the big tires? If, like, she's, at, if she's at the end of the table... And there's a table up to her, you know, stomach, basically. How the fuck am I going to notice something if it's in the dark? How am I going to notice all this? Huh? Speak up. So. You don't know. Exactly. No, I think it's interesting. Yeah, you're interesting. I'm happy for you. Happy for me? I don't even talk to her anymore. Not after that night. You, what happened after the makeout session? Did things just go south? <laughs> I was kind of like, all right. I said to my buddy, let's get out of here. So you make out with her. Did yeah. you make? Do you make a donation or something like that? <laughs> so like, hey, sorry, yeah, she like, had a little UNICEF box around her fucking neck. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Did I make not- a donation? Yeah, I said, hey, are you one of Jerry's kids? That's what I said to her. And I, and I fondled her. Yeah. What the fuck, man? You see... I'm, I'm the one that's, like, looking normal here, and you're asking about, did I make a fucking donation? All I said was, did you make a donation? That's all I asked. Uh-huh. Anyway. You can look into it eight eight ways from Sunday, all you want. Nine ways, even. Fuck. Why not at this point? Yeah. If you find that picture on Facebook, who's a friend with a friend, send it to me. Let me see. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we know, right on we, that. We, we know a lot about you. You don't know we, shit. We, oh, we know some things, my friend. We oh, do you? Let's hear it. Not right now. What do you got? Yeah, what Not do you got? Right Nothing. Right. Exactly. You are a unique man, Liam Savage. Well, I try. Um, with that okay. being said, any topics that anyone else wants to bring up as no. far as wrestling concerns? Or, yeah, just, oh. No, we're, we're calling this today. <laughs> we're calling this today. I think I'm good. <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've just fucked myself now where I'm, you know... Yeah, no, that that's okay. Yeah, put that down, please. Yeah, nobody. Need, yeah, okay. That's enough. Okay. Yeah, that's terrific. Wow. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Yeah. Spaceballs, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Or or the Shockmaster. The Cockmaster. Him too. Yeah. We call okay. Him. Sacagawea. Yeah, Bo- Boone's um, right. We are walking a very thin line here on almost getting banned. Ah, fuck. I figure if Amaranth's uh, fucking gyrating her ass probably in the camera right now and we're probably okay, so. Who is Amaranth? Some... <sighs> is, that the, is that the girl that you're, like, infatuated with who's on Twitch? Who said I'm infatuated? She's, like, the most popular Twitch streamer pretty much, so. Is she beautiful? Uh, she is very attractive. She's got everything? Ah, uh, yeah, I'd say so. Except her personality, because she's fucking dumb as a bag of rocks, it seems, but, you know. Everything she's... Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to so. have an actual conversation with her. I guess we're good then. You wouldn't be able to, because of all the simps in there that are fucking I mean, sending no, her money I meant, every like, second. In gen- I meant in general. Well, who knows? ECW oh, time. boy. Hey, uh, Savage. I want what? you to find this girl... I want you to bring her on. I want to hear her side of what went down at that club. We've heard your side. we got to hear her side. Okay? No. It's not okay. 
<laughs> Does everybody think I talk to people like this all the time? Like, yes. fuck, man. Well, I don't. What's this girl's name on uh, on Twitch? I don't fucking know. On Twitch? <laughs> on Twitch. No, now he's on, no, now he's on to the Twitch bitch. Now he's on oh, I thought you meant the amputee. No, I'm I'm past that. I'm, I'm oh, past. are you? Yeah. For like the next 45 we'll next seconds. Week. Amoranth. A-M, I fucking don't know. O-U-R-A-N-T-H, I think. Okay, here she is. Oh, God damn Yep. Oh, she does ASMR. Yeah. I thought you said you didn't like ASMR. I don't, but it's she's exactly fucking hot. She <laughs> there, I mean, there's no doubt she. I mean, she's an attractive person, and she has all appendages too. That, my friend, is what we call a total package. Man, I'm not an Alex Luger. I'm sorry. I was saying I'm done. I've been done with this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Mean. Trust me. I'm not into this fucking guy. Won't let it go. I'm not into the scratching dead models. I started it stupidly because I'm trying to get a laugh. And then now look where it's going to go. It's going to replace the 99 thing, and it's going to be even fucking worse. Yeah, which one's better there, sir? Here we go. Here we go. Let's just listen to her. Uh-oh. Nope. She deep-throating someone? What's going on here? <laughs> go, 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 go. Oh this God. is all she's doing, and she's getting all yes. of this? She gets a lot of money. She gets a lot of money. Look at her, though. Is she fucked ready? I'm not saying she's oh. not. I mean, we Better looking than Eve Marie. We can't see, shut your mouth. We can't no. see if there's any tires involved, but I mean. Tires? <laughs> like for your car? Literally, this is all she's doing. This is all this chicken Freeland. doing. Freeland, I told you, I got a, I got a buddy from high school, and he left, he, he went on to, to Twitch to start streaming gaming, right? He makes eight grand a month. He quit his full-time job. All he does is he streams every day. Oh, okay, Freeland's got an erection, it looks like, so. <laughs> Look at him. Look at his face. It's like, do I, do I leave the show now and go take care of business, or what do I do? What are you doing? I'm just fascinated He's by the fact that this girl game. makes money. She's yes. literally... What is this device that she's, like, filleting? It's like a couple <laughs> of ears on a fucking... Uh, on a, a couple of mics, I think, and then she just, like, sucks on the ears or something, and then that's... I don't know. There's probably, probably guys jerking off all around the world looking at this, so... Oh my god! Oh, I wanna, I she took the whole jambalaya. thing. Here, uh, in a few minutes, it's gonna be sausage jambalaya. It will be ready. Holy crap! Okay. All right, this isn't a fucking joy video. Turn I want to pull down your pants, Freeland. Oh, I want to make sweet, sweet love to you. Oh, <laughs> Boot, come here, Freeland. She wants to do what? She's cutting a promo for an advertiser in between filleting a microphone. That's right. Clash of Clans. I love it so much. It's a great RPG. Get it on the Google Play Store. Oh, fuck me. Okay, no, that's enough of that. Will you turn this off, please? I'm sorry I said anything. below you. 
Good God. With that being said, we should raid her and maybe she will. No, I'm not even reading that last comment. Um, no, we're not raiding. We're not raiding. Put it on the screen. Just put it on the screen. Ah, okay. There we go. Right. I will not participate in that comment maybe. whatsoever. That is wow. endorsed by Boog. Yeah, well, it'll be the first time for him, so I mean that'll be good. So. <laughs> All right, gotta have a first time, right? Yeah. Why not? No, why not? I told you I get phone numbers when fucking people call in, so I I fucking texted Boog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, we've had fun. We hope you've had some fun. Uh, before we say our fairly wells, uh, Clit Eastwood, uh, give everybody the details how they can follow you on social media if they'd like to continue this conversation, which I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. There, there is one. There's one character who uh, sent me a message today. I don't know who the fuck they are. They sent me a message saying, uh, they just said, hey. And I was like, hey, what's up? And they said, yeah, so uh, check out uh, this this girl I used to work with. Uh, she worked with my mom. Sends me a picture of Christy Hemi. And I'm like, okay. And then And then apparently her mom worked with Christy Hemi, and now she works for WWE Global Strategy. And I said, so you dated Christy Hemi? He's like, yeah, she's an amazing girl. And I was just like, alright, cool. And I just stopped talking to him. What? These are the type of people I get sending me messages. Right. I don't know why. So, You're... anyways. Yeah, okay. So, savagely, I'm on Twitter. My link tree is on there. Look at all my stupid bullshit. And uh, I'm not going to find that girl's profile that everyone wants to see. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't even remember her name. So there you go. And uh, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. I just stole your line. You didn't even notice because you're too busy looking at that fucking amaranth. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you started this. You fucking started all of this today. Well, fuck. See, all we need is butt here going, now, now, that's enough. Now, now. So what is that? What is the, what is she actually, what is, you said it's a part of a microphone? It's like some attachment to a microphone, like an ear. All she needs is a dildo on there. She's all set. It's true. I mean, yeah, but not the point. He'd be thrown off, but you know, like. This woman literally is making money as I as I'm yeah. commenting on this. Yeah. As you as we're making absolutely nothing, she is just yeah. swimming in it. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Again, this is What'd not a say? fucking joy video, Freeland. Goddamn. Grandpa said grab the lotion. Exactly. Oh Again, my this is God. not a fucking joy video. With that oh, shit. said, uh, <laughs> Anton, Anton, tell oh, us where, pe- no. where people can I'm find you. Done today. No. <laughs> grab that lotion, Anton. Grandpa oh, told you to. Let's my go. Gosh. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? We're getting fucking oh. fired, dude. We're getting is fucking fired. Is that a... <laughs> the motherfucker... <laughs> Tilted his head. It's got to be something good. Baby. Oh my god. Guys, this has been Front Row Material. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoy it. It's been a good run, guys. Week. Thanks for everything. <laughs> we bring to you each and every Tuesday night here on Twitch. Remember, 
The show drops every single Friday. You can get the audio version on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or anywhere you get your fine podcast. I am extremely distracted. This is unfreaking believable right now. Oh, fuck. Goddamn. Wow. Am, Look at this. I am face. not reading that comment. That comment is insane. Can you hear all this? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, Wait till you watch the porn star streams. There you go. Then you'd be all. Not sad. watching that. Not watching that. I'm a good person. Nope. All right. Oh, so, sure. with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. By all means, don't forget tune in uh, this upcoming Friday. You're going to have a great episode of Future <laughs> Stars now. Uh, Certainly. Where we have, where we have uh, Greg Moondog Murray, aka uh, Balsack. Star- Stormtrooper. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I can't believe this is going to happen. Don't do it. Don't do it. Guys, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. This is ridiculous. If you want to know, go to Amaranth and uh, check it out. God damn it, really? God damn it, my crap! Look, this is not a donkey show in Tijuana, alright? Quit looking at it like that. We gotta go. Catch you next week. (laughs) 